Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com slash podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers, makers, and shop owners who want to do business differently. I'm your host, Janine Malone, retail expert, small business cheerleader, and the founder of Feel Good Retail. On this show, you'll hear insights, strategies, and ideas on how to sustain and scale your shop without sacrificing your sanity. Each week, you'll hear from me and the occasional guest expert in what I hope feels more like a voice note from your retail BFF than a business podcast. Additional goodies and support can be found in our show notes and at feelgoodretail.com. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. And today, I want to talk about doing too much, doing the most, doing more than maybe you can even fathom completing, but continuing to pile onto your to-do list regardless because of all the pressure we feel by watching other people's businesses grow on the internet, by listening to podcasts like mine, by talking to our friends and feeling like everyone is doing better than us and we're not moving fast enough. You know, just a real casual topic that I want to try to delve into in this short conversation. But as the podcast returns... I wanted to revisit a list of reasons that I had noticed over my years of working with indie retailers that shops were failing to grow. Not necessarily that they were failing, that they were closing their doors, although in some instances they did, but reasons that, or road bumps, let's say, that slow us down as we're trying to grow our businesses to the size or the scale that we dream of. Maybe that's a certain number in sales. Maybe that's a certain amount of locations, a feature in a you know publication that we've always wanted. Whatever it is that you think of when you think of the size of success, I want to help in these coming episodes kind of get to the root of some of the reasons, or at least a couple of the most common reasons that I see, where we get in our own way, honestly. We're not going to talk about the Instagram algorithm. We're not going to talk about the state of paid marketing. We're not going to talk about the economy. We're going to talk about the things that are relatively within our control. And the first one is doing too much. I am with you in this. In fact, I'm currently recovering from doing too much as I shared in my last episode. But before we get into that, I want to share a couple of housekeeping notes. There's two things, two ways that I can support you and you can support me and also you um, as we re-enter visibility here in spring. As Feel Good Retail comes out of hibernation, this podcast is back, our newsletter is back, and We are working behind the scenes on some new and exciting projects, resources, things like that, that will continue to support you. That is my hope, at least. 
And so the first thing is I would really, really, really love to hear from you what would feel supportive, what kind of podcast episodes you like, what kind of resources you're looking for, how you're liking to learn these days. And you can give me all that information by filling out our community survey. It is super quick, exists on Google Forms, easy, you can do it on your phone, you can do it where you are right now, unless you're driving, in which case definitely do not do it right now. But make a little mental note to do it when you get to your destination safely. I will leave the link in the show notes so you can get to that directly. It is also readily available at feelgoodretail.com. Super quick, a lot of multiple choice questions, just kind of getting a sense of like what's going on in your business and helping me identify how I can support you. Because Feel Good Retail really exists to help, (laughs) to support, to love indie retailers. And so, you know, I have plenty of ideas. I can think of ideas all day long, but what I want is for what we create to feel like the most incredible gift to you, our community. So if you could help me and take that survey, it would be so appreciated. In fact, I will be giving away a 45 minute one-on-one consultation. This is something I am not currently offering. You cannot book, you cannot pay for, you cannot get on my calendar unless you win this survey giveaway. The session itself will be available as early as the end of April. Um, We're going to give people a handful of weeks to fill out the survey. So if you can fill it out by April 13th, 2023, we'll be letting the winner know on April 14th. So again, this is an amazing way to give me your honest opinion, which is so valuable in the first place and something that I think is kind of fun to get to do because it will benefit you and your other indie retailers around you and the community that we've built here. Um, But you'll also get to potentially win some quality time with me, which I think is a pretty cool prize. But you know, then again, I spend all day with me. (laughs) So anyways, link in the show notes for that feelgoodretail.com is another way you can get to that link. I will be reminding you weekly, so don't worry. (laughs) The other thing is that I have gone in and updated and revived one of the best freebies I think I ever made. Um, It's called the Ultimate Indie Retailer Resource Guide, and it is over 100 recommendations of tried, true, trusted resources, service providers, Shopify apps, rituals, books, podcasts, everything I really rely on to help indie retailers grow. So these are tools I fully support, that I love, that I've personally used, that I've gotten value out of. So I can save you some time Googling and researching. It's also got things like shopkeeper self-care, ways to care for our businesses, things we can do weekly, monthly, quarterly to maintain the health of our business podcast recommendations, book recommendations. Um, It's very highly searchable. (laughs) I try to make it as easy as possible. So if you hear 100 recommendations, you're like, oh my god, I don't want to read a list. Don't worry. It doesn't look like that. It's very, very user-friendly. It exists in um, a program called Notion, if you're familiar. If you know, you know. Let's just say that. 
It's really something that I really love. I made it about a year ago and I've actually revived it. It was previously unavailable. Um, I archived it after a little while, but I've brought it back and I've made some tweaks. I've taken out some resources that are a little outdated. I've added in new ones that I've discovered over the past year and that I've really relied on things like an affiliate program that I have recommended so highly to every single person I work with, a great, great um, appointment booking app if you do things like events or book services through your shop. I have a couple new podcasts I've discovered in the last year that I'm really loving and that I'm like totally dreaming of being a guest on, including Off the Grid by my wonderful podcast editor, Amelia, um, which is all about running your business off of social media. Hashtag goals. Um, So yeah, you can get that entire guide totally for free. It's really just tried and true. It's the things that I highly, highly recommend. And I've been around the block a little bit with what's worth its money, what functions the way it should, what is easy to install and run on your own. So if you are someone who Googles things regularly, or if you just have curiosity, or you just want something to bookmark so that you know if you're ever looking for something, it's there for you. You can also get that at the link in our show notes and on our website. So grab that totally free while you're on the site, fill out that survey, give me your thoughts. And... (laughs) And in the spirit of doing too much, let's talk about doing too much. I think this is something that really plagues entrepreneurs, whether you're in retail or otherwise. I think the like shiny object syndrome is really, really challenging to overcome, right? Um, And I think that that comes from a place of scarcity, right? Like we don't always feel like we're doing enough. And so we just take on more and more and more. I actually just had this conversation. I went to get a little seltzer, getting ready to sit down and record this podcast. And I said to my husband, I'm going to go record the podcast. And he said, the podcast? And I said, yes, it's coming back. Can you believe it? This is after I cried all morning about how I have too much on my plate. And so he's like, oh, that's funny. You're just like distracting yourself from the work you have to do with more work. (laughs) Uh, needless to say, I cracked my seltzer and I walked off. So, you know, we aren't, even when we're aware that this may be the problem, it is really challenging to move past the instinct to take on more, to do more. If we're feeling like our business isn't growing fast enough, if we're feeling like we're not making enough money, if we're feeling like we are getting to a place of desperation, I think it's pretty natural to like be reaching for the next thing, right? Looking for, okay, what's the lever that I'm going to pull that's going to be the right one? And I could say like nine times out of 10, when I start working with a new brand or a new shop, the first thing I'm always going to do is dive into their back end talk to their employees, talk to the founder, of course. And I would say nine times out of 10, I my first observation is like, there's too much going on here. There's too many channels. There's too much of an offering. There's too many points of views. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. And I think that it's just so relatable, right? Like, 
I think that we all can relate. Like, hello, every single one of us has probably answered in the last week to the question, how are you doing? I'm busy. Busy isn't a state of being. It's not an emotional state. And yet, it so deeply impacts not only our emotional state, but the state of expansion of our business, right? So again, one of the signs that you're doing too much is that you're starting to feel burnt out or that you're feeling that you keep adding things to your to-do list, but the other things aren't coming off, right? It's not getting shorter. (laughs) It's just like running and running and running forever. And in particular, it can look like adding more to your to-do list before certain really pivotal areas of your business are perfected, or at least optimized, right? At least you know that they are working and that they've gotten to a level of success, right? That can be things like your product offering, your website, your email list, things that are fundamental to the success, in my opinion, of a retail business. If those things haven't been solidified, if you don't feel really confident in the way that those foundational pieces are working, you are diluting your efforts by taking on additional projects, right? In fact, I would go so far to say that in order to grow you actually need to do less better because every day there is something new, right? There is a new change to an algorithm. There is a new trending tactic that's making headlines. There's a new platform that everyone's talking about. There's a new trend that's happening. Things like subscriptions or memberships or referral programs. And it's totally tempting to try it all, especially because you're hearing all of these success stories. Sorry about that. That's my remember you have a body alarm. (laughs) Because yes, I did have to set an alarm on my phone that goes off every two hours to remember that I have a body. So let's actually all just take a deep breath. It is so tempting to try to do it all. And Underneath all of that, I think that there's just a hope that there's going to be one magic strategy that is going to turn your business into an overnight success. I mean, let's be real. Virality sounds so cool. It sounds so amazing to like have that one video go totally viral and just sell out and have tons of new followers and get press and all the things that come along with it. But It's much more common for a retailer to fail by taking too much on than it is if they stay focused. So like I said, particularly in the areas that are fundamental to their success. Let's go over a couple of those really quickly. So like I said, that would be your product offering, ensuring that the customers that are coming in that are attracted to your branding, that are attracted to your voice, that are around your area are resonating with the things that you're selling? Is it the right price point? Is it the right selection? Are you selling what you're promising to sell? Are people happy with the product? Second thing, website, ensuring that your digital shop is on point, specifically that your user experience can help users and customers find what they're looking for and check out easily and frictionless. Email, I'm email's number one fangirl. (laughs) Moving beyond a semi-regular email to a strong, 
program of automations, promotions, and newsletters is really critical to ensuring you're owning your own growth. And your operations, identifying opportunities to delegate, systematize, and streamline activities that are happening week over week, month over month. Find those energy leaks and plug them. Odds are many of you have extremely small teams, whether it's just you wearing all of the hats, or maybe you found an incredible team of co-conspirators who can help you execute on the vision and day-to-day maintenance of the business. But with that in mind, you have to be conscientious of the resources you have available, and energy is one of them. So as opposed to diluting all of the time and creative bandwidth that you or your team have getting really clear on those fundamental areas of your business is going to help you springboard your success. Is it maybe more exciting to try your hand at TikTok and think that maybe this is it, this is the way, this is the growth virality that you've been promised by the internet since day one? Yeah, that feels a little bit more exciting and sexy than spending a day writing a really great email automation. But in the long run, I seen these key components make indie retailers literally millions of dollars without their teams burning out. In fact, some of them have a lot of fun. Most of them have fun. And I want that for you too. So if you're resonating with this a little bit too much, if you're feeling like, damn girl, I'm being read for filth right now. I kind of feel like I'm reading myself for filth. I want to remind you of the three areas of a sustainable sales strategy, because this is where I would start. If you don't have these things in place, this is where I would kick off your spring strategy. Number one, how are you growing your audience? Where are you connecting with, getting in front of, or being discovered by new customers? In order to keep growing your sales, it's important to make new connections as you build relationships with the customers who already know and love you. This means having a specific, ongoing, and frictionless tactic that is meant to grow awareness of your brand. Number two, a way that you are creating context around your shop. Nobody likes to be selling 24-7. It really just doesn't feel good. You'll exhaust yourself, you'll turn yourself off, and you'll definitely push away your customers. So instead, think about how you're using your platforms to provide value in addition to the product through experiences, content, events, Etc. This is going to help your customers see your shop in the context of their lives and offer a more meaningful point of connection. And lastly, a strategy to sell. That means you have a way for people to literally give you money for the product that they're buying, but that you're also effective in terms of how you are staying in touch with the customers you already have or converting that audience into a customer. And you know, I know that the sales process can feel a little bit icky. So my advice here is always to be human. Listen, be curious, share the things about your products that you love and are proud of and think about the other two pieces that I just mentioned, the actual people you're talking to and the context that your shop exists within. Through that, you'll be able to create super effective programs, automations and promotions that feel more like offering a service than straight up selling. And that, my friend, is going to feel really good. So if you're doing too much, which you probably are, but don't worry, I am too. Come back to those three things. Make sure that you're focusing on one piece of that puzzle at a time, and then you can move on to the next shiny object. 
I swear that's going to feel better and you're going to watch your sales grow. Until next time, thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business. Cheers to feeling good. Thanks for listening to Retail for the Rest of Us. Find additional information and resources related to this episode in the show notes or on our website, feelgoodretail.com. This show was lovingly produced and edited by Softer Sounds, a feminist podcast studio. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to text it to your business bestie, share it on social media, and leave us a rating or review. It really helps the show grow organically, and we love making new friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business. And cheers to feeling good.